Hello, everybody. This is Ryan Wilcox. I am the editor-in-chief of the Valley Forge, and I've got my partner, John Holiday, our beloved sports editor. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? Doing okay. Man, talk about Fight Club. Wait a second. The first rule. Don't talk about Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. Well, we'll get to the the reason why we think the Fight Club is that, that, here. That in the biz is what we call foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> But first, we need to take care of some... There was a lot that went on just yesterday alone. Yeah, alone, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll kind of lay it all out here for you. But let's first start in the world of basketball. Just a quick note here for everyone who's listening. If you are free on Saturday, they have the Rockford Regional uh, High School All-Star Game here at the Nest... So if you'd like to come check it out, I believe we'll have uh, someone out there taking pictures and hanging out. You can meet all of your RBC basketball stars out there as well as uh, some kids that are probably are going to be recruited here as well. So yeah. it'll be a good time, I'm sure. But yeah, anyways, John, I can't talk about yesterday because I'm extremely biased and my heart is still hurting from the Nuggets season's end yeah but that wanna, game was insane we don't want to uncover any wounds too soon because uh ryan is uh, still recovering still recovering um, as anyone as any diehard fan would so but that's a game that you yeah that's what you ask for right it comes down to game 82 <clears throat> winner take all and it goes into overtime i just that was nice yeah i just wish I was kind of torn. Sometimes I go, why the heck do I have instant replay if they're going to just keep turning right. stuff over all the time? I was, I was kind of torn because Jimmy Butler plays for the Wolves now, and he was <laughs> a Bull or a Chicago Bull for so long. And, yeah. You know, and Tom Thibodeau, obviously. But um, Good uh, for them for finally turning that, like, quote-unquote, turning that franchise around. They haven't been to a playoff game in five? Since 2004. Oh, okay. The longest playoff drought since, well, now. And I called it. I called it too. I knew that when Minnesota hired him, and then Jimmy Butler got traded there, I was like, something good's on the way. Yeah, and they and we even got Derrick Rose back. So they, <laughs> it's it's a Chicago Bulls reunion. There even, we go. Even though he's on the ten day, but yeah, regardless, no one's torn their ACL yet. So not, I mean, it can't yet. be an official Bulls reunion. Yeah. Ooh, hot take. Well, he yeah. does. Tibido does overplay his players. That's not hashtag undisputed. <laughs> there we go. But. Uh, the uh, Eastern Conference has pretty much been locked up for, I don't know. About since uh, the second week of the season, At I least, think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we people pretty much knew. Not, maybe not the order, but. So I'll give you the matchups, and then I want you to give me your take, okay? Let me have it. And how many games do you think it'll take? Okay, sure. So first round matchup, we have the number one Toronto Raptors taking on the number eight Washington Wizards. How many games do you think that'll take, and who wins? Um, I'm going four games. Four games, Raptors wrapping it up? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure it'll be a total sweep because Toronto hasn't had the uh, greatest um, track record of being in the playoffs. Um, They made it, but they haven't gone too far. I don't think they've been into an Eastern Conference final for for a while, but I'm definitely pulling for the Raptors, not just because of Fred Van Fleet, hashtag 815, but... uh, Hashtag... You know, I think they've it's 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 been a long time coming. They have a great group of guys, um, very offensively uh, uh, trained. 
Dwayne Casey going for coach of the year, probably. Right, um, as he deserves. Yeah. Um, I've never been too confident in the Washington Wizards. I mean, John Wall was injured for a little bit. Came right. back Bradley Beal, and uh, the gang had to kind of lift them back up. And, you know, the eighth, eighth seed is kind of, you know, I was almost concerned that they weren't going to make it, but, you know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I hear that. All right. So then the second one uh, in that bracket would be the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the number five Pacers. Okay. Who do you have? Um, I honestly don't know because, I mean, most people are going to say Cleveland, but Indiana is kind of one of those dark horse teams that just kind of like, you know, under the radar. It's they just, play their game. Yeah, they play their game. Don't really give too much, uh, you know. Don't get in the headlines that often. And I kind of appreciate that because, you know, it's, you know, everyone likes a dark horse. Yeah. How many games do you think it'll take? Um, and who wins? LeBron James has just played his 82nd game in his entire career, which isn't much of an achievement. But it's showing that he is in the prime of his life. And I say that in quotation marks because he's played better before. <laughs> but he's putting up tremendous numbers. I think they'll lead the game. I, I, I think they're going to do what they've done in the past to Indiana. I think they'll shut them out for four games. Interesting. Okay. So then you'll have Toronto, number one, playing Cleveland, number four, in right. the semifinals. Yeah. Okay. All right. So in the second bracket uh, matchups, we have number three, the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Miami Heat. Um, Trust the process? I, I I am trusting the process right now. Or Dwayne Wade 5.0? No. No. No? <laughs> Not going to happen. As much as Miami loves Dwayne Wade, as much as I like him, and as much as he is a great shooting guard, they, they just aren't going to get it done against Philadelphia. They are on a 16-win streak, and the last time they did it was in the days of Allen Iverson back in the early 2000s. Rest um, in peace, brother. Yeah. Uh, not actually dead. The, uh, dead, dead to me. Dead to, dead to me. Okay. <laughs> That's a Nuggets reference for That's any right. of those you don't remember. Um, um, <laughs> I think as much as I like Philadelphia, Miami's going to give them a run for their money. I think it's going to go at least to six or seven games. Um, this is going to be one of the few series that goes that far. Um, ben Simmons is playing like Magic Johnson right now. I'm not saying that's the comparison, but he's doing very well. Um, definitely in the rookie rookie of the year conversation. Joel, Joel Embiid has the mask now. So oh, he, yeah, he's, that's he's right. He's the mask process. Uh, we all know what that means for you know any players that have played in the past. Kyrie, Kobe, you know, you name them. They played in, intensely. Um, I'm going Philadelphia in seven. Philly in seven. Nice. It's, okay. it's, it's the year of Philly. Super Bowl. Villanova. At home. Yeah, at, at home. home. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's going to happen. Okay. All trust, right. Trust the process. There we go. And when was the last time Philadelphia was in a game? In a playoff game? In a playoff game, yeah. It wasn't, I want to say 2007. It's been a while. It's been a it's while. It's been a hot Not minute. Not as long as Minnesota, but. Right. Okay. And then in the second set, you have number two, Boston. Playing number seven, Milwaukee. Milwaukee is going to have a field day for Boston. Boston. Boston's is, got a lot of people hurt. Yeah, they. Kyrie is missing the season with a knee injury. Um, 
putting that kind of pressure and playing responsibility on young guys like Jalen Brown and um, uh, a senior uh, center uh, with uh, Al, Al, Horford, Al Horford. I think Marcus Smart still might be out with a knee injury. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're missing a lot of their key players. Um, I think if Eric Bledsoe and company is going to give the right amount of assists to Giannis, and if he just scores dominantly on offense, um, I think they this might go into a five or six game streak or a series. Um, but I'm I'm picking my, Milwaukee right now. Milwaukee in five. All right, Milwaukee in five or six. So then you'll have Milwaukee playing Philly mm-hmm. for that spot. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. Let you want to move to the West? Sure. So in the West, you have number one, the Houston Rockets facing the number eight uh, Denver Timberwolves. Or Minnesota. Should have been Denver, but whatever. No, here nor there. Yeah, here nor there. Here nor there. <coughs> Not here, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> this is easily going four games. Minnesota barely squeaked in. Um, it was a tight playoff race in the West, but first two games are Rockets or in Houston. Um, that's just going to give them mo- the momentum to play uh, more fierce, more competitive uh, in Minnesota. The, the Timberwolves won't have an answer. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Here is what I think will be the series, like, game to watch. What to watch for? I feel like this game, this set, is you've got number four OKC versus number five Utah Jazz. This is what I am most excited for. This series is going to be insane. I totally agree. Um, Russell Westbrook coming off a uh, career night uh, last night, uh, the first player in NBA history to average a triple-double back-to-back seasons. Um, he only needed 20 rebounds, and that's what he got. He scored, like, I think six points because he was more focused on that, apparently. <laughs> um, but he had a lot of answers for people calling him a stat patter. So. Yeah. Um, but I agree. This is going to be probably one of the most, if not the best, uh, playoff series game. Aside. At least for the first round. At least for the first round, absolutely. I think so. Um, Donovan Mitchell in the Utah Jazz. You got Rudy, Rudy Gobert back. You got uh, your wingman, uh Rubio, it's it's gonna be a tight one. Um, here here's where I falter with OKC. I don't know how well the the big three in Paul George and uh, Carmelo and Russell Westbrook is really gonna show up. I mean they're gonna play more intensely because it's the playoffs and it's, there's a lot of incentive for Carmelo Anthony not making it with the Knicks and you know he's, right, he's right. really gonna ball out. But I think that kind of desperate mindset's gonna get to them. I think Utah will take an early lead, but I think OKC is going to take it in at least a six- or seven-game series. Oh, you think Oklahoma City is going to win it out? As much as I like Donald wow. Mitchell and the Jazz. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. They've been in that situation before. The Jazz are, I think, inexperienced. Okay. All right. I hear you. Loud and clear. All right. So then the next set of brackets would be number three, the Portland Trailblazers taking on the number six, uh, Nolan's Pelicans. I think this will be the probably the second best um, uh, first round game. Uh, Damian Lillard, Dame Time, <laughs> and uh, CJ McCollum, who runs the most miles out of anyone in the league. I think he runs over two miles a game. Oh wow! Like that. So he's he's always running the court. Um, but Portland, obviously, big big trait is offense. You got mm-hmm. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are the uh, second spot second set of uh, Splash Brothers if you don't mind me saying. 
I don't mind, actually. You're uh, fine. They're doing very well. Um, lost a couple of Rocky games, but they, I think they'll do fine against they the They play baseball? Yeah. Rocky's game? Okay. Yeah, Rocky. Cool. We'll, we'll uh, get to crazy. that. We'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> it's just... um, New Orleans, uh, Anthony Davis is second in the league for points per game behind James Harden. And uh, I think I, you can't rely too much on a, a glue guy like him. Um, you obviously have help from Rajon Rondo and Drew Holiday, but you know the offense is just going to be too much for, for uh, New Orleans to handle, I think. Okay, I hear you. But another good point is that Anthony Davis is going up for Defensive Player of the Year as well, so it might be hard for them to score on him when he's blocking shots. You think five games? I feel, I don't know, six. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not going to be like last year when there was a lot more sweeps. It's going to be... Right. No, I don't think... Games. No, that's for sure. You're saying six games, though? I'm saying six or seven. All right. Six or seven. I'll, I'll have to agree with you on that one. Um, <laughs> and then... Last the, but the not last, certainly least. Yeah, exactly. It is the number two Golden State Warriors taking on the number seven San Antonio Spurs. Part of me is saying, let's go San Antonio. Because okay. the, the dynasty of Golden State is coming to a head. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is out until the second round. So they have yeah. not been playing well without him. What happened to him again? I think he uh, he twisted his ankle or something like that. Dang, he's, he's those, a, those are no fun. He's had a lot of uh, ankle problems throughout his career. Um, and not, not to compare these two to the same, but they're both in the same situation. Kevin Durant and uh, Anthony Brent, uh, Davis are in the same situation where they're carrying their team. Uh, yeah, and, right. Um, by by their by being the leading scorer. Um, lately, I don't know. Golden State has not been looking promising. Uh, obviously, you have to account for Steph not being in, and Clay has just came back in. Draymond Green hasn't been doing as well on defense, um, but neither has San Antonio. So this is going to be a close one. Um, I mean, what am I talking about? Golden State and four. Oh! That was good. You were talking. Oh, my gosh. That was good. Okay. I was kind of surprised. I was like, dang, you really (laughs) That's good. So we have – so the semifinals will look like it'll be the Rockets playing Oklahoma City and then Golden State playing the Trailblazers. And on the West, we'll have Toronto playing Cleveland and or Milwaukee. East. Yeah. And the East, sorry. Milwaukee playing Philadelphia. Nice. So we'll, we'll keep you guys up. I can't complain about that setup. That looks, that, that'll be fun. Yeah. It's just, this, this season in general for right. playoffs is, it's perfect. I right. love it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated after the first round games go through and see what the uh, second round and, conference finals games look like that's true cool well where do you want to move on to next keep it playoff pushes let's let's keep the playoff theme last night the nhl opened up their playoff games and oh my gosh did it not disappoint at all goodness you have yesterday you had three games go down and it was Minnesota versus the Winnipeg Jets, Philadelphia taking on the Penguins, and you have the Kings taking on the Golden Knights. And 
I just playoffs NHL playoffs are just beautiful because I feel like the rule book gets cut in like into a quarter of what it's supposed to enforce and they just let they just let the players play and it's which makes it that much more exciting oh yeah and, and so if you want a quick summary of the Pittsburgh Philadelphia game you just need to say three words Sidney Crosby hat trick there we go yeah he yeah they, they shut them out 7-0 um do you think they can kind of keep that momentum up going through the uh, through through the playoffs? Okay, so the one game that I thought, or the one series that I thought was going to be a sweep, was definitely um, Philadelphia in Pittsburgh. I thought Pittsburgh was just going to sweep them out because I just didn't really, right? Um, I didn't see really any other option that Philadelphia may have had because of their. This is their tenth goalie. To start for them in the playoffs, okay. And you, you just you can't win without a solid goalie. And so I was looking at the stats yesterday, and it was kind of not alarming, but it almost is like Philadelphia is to goalies as Cleveland Browns is to quarterbacks. Oh, they were they just replaced themselves. So the last time they had a solid goalie was in Steve Mason. And that was like the late two thousands, and that just is like and Steve and Steve Mason wasn't like a great. Yeah. He wasn't great either, and yeah. he definitely faltered when he got traded to a CBJ, um, and then kind of ended his. I can't remember where he's at. I feel like he's on the East Coast somewhere, but so that sort of inconsistency might be their downfall. Do you think? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Claude Giroux is a great captain, and Wayne Simmons is a great defenseman, and they definitely still have good pieces on their team, which is why they're number three and they made the playoffs. But against Sidney Crosby, and just, again, they have a good, solid team in all fronts that I just... They've they've swept in the season series 4-0 twice in overtime, so... Yeah, I just... I can't see them... I just don't see Philly winning. Maybe, maybe one game at home, but I just the Penguins are too good. Yeah, I mean, if you open up the series with a seven-zero win, yeah, things aren't looking good. But yeah, so there is that. Philly's Philly's done different things, bigger things, though. You know. Yeah, I definitely. I know this is the year of Philadelphia, but yeah. I don't think when it comes to their hockey team, I don't think they're. Uh, I just don't think it's in the cards. Right. Um, but two games I did watch yesterday that blew my mind was the Minnesota Winnipeg game. Now, if you want, if you want to see two people that hate each other a lot play, it's Minnesota and Winnipeg because they both have powerhouses on their teams that like know how to punch you in the mouth, and they have both both sides have great goal scorers as well, and so. You watch that game, and there's a zone entry, and then a hit. Zone entry, and then a hit. Zone entry, and a hit. And it just doesn't, like, it doesn't stop. And so the Jets are notorious for, like, just heavy hitters because they've got Dustin Bufflin. They've got um, uh, Mark Shifley, who, who are, like, just big hitters. And I just, like I, like, I walked in, and I was like, 
if there's a team that you don't want to face, it's these two. Yeah. These two teams, because they'll just beat you up. Right. Not like the Kings, which the Kings are a defensive team, but they don't the beat you up necessarily. And the Golden Knights aren't just they, – they're still trying to – they don't have a – reputation for them yet so they're still trying to figure it out yeah. but people are so which makes them almost threatening because you don't know what they're like yeah but the hit count was minnesota had 31 compared to the jets on 39 and then shots on goal the jets just really I, they're at home like it's i don't know home field advantage is such a big deal yeah. and so the jets are a better offensive team they outshot them 40 to 20 and there was a there was a section of time where in the second period I felt like Minnesota was on the defense for probably 15 minutes of the game. Just trying to hit, take the puck, and then they would ice it. Take the puck, hit, ice, ice, ice. They never really had a clean zone entry. And so that just kind of let the Jets run the game. But the third period happened, and Minnesota within the first three minutes scored two goals to make it two to one. And I was like, oh man, what? This is going to be a game. Yeah. One minute later, the Jets come back and score another goal to tie it two to two. And then uh, you have about with like, uh, I want to say seven minutes left in the game. The Jets just, I think they nailed the guy, turned around, took the puck, zone entry. And then he just, it was like a TikTok right back to the, um, I think it was actually Mark Scheifele, I think that scored the game-winning goal. And he just, um, or no, Patrick Laine. Yeah, okay, so Stasny handed it off to him. And then Laine just bolted it right in for a goal. And it was is like, there's just no way you could cover, you can't cover that much space. Yeah. And I forgot how much I love watching Devin Dubnik react with other people outside of the avalanche because there was one time i think it was um patrick lining that came up too close to him in his zone so then dustin or uh um dubnik took the puck up and then pushed like just pushed him in the mouth and he fell back over and they just started fighting and stuff but like it's it's playoff hockey you don't call yeah. like they don't get penalties for that no. there are so many times where they go up and then just like arm just take you right in the arm and make it look like a noogie, but they're actually trying to kill you. So, I yeah. mean, but it's playoff hockey, man. Good, good luck trying to stay stay healthy. And just they're just big hitters. So that was a lot of fun to watch. And they're both trying to take each other out, so I didn't really care. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was the uh, Minnesota Jets game. And then the later portion of the night was the Los Angeles Kings taking on the Las Vegas Golden Knights, or sorry, Vegas Golden Knights in their very first playoff game. And the NHL really hammed it up for Vegas. Like, I don't, it's kind of funny. I think the NHL is really trying to sweeten up and kiss Vegas on the mouth because they had a pregame concert there. They had all of these opening ceremonies there for them. And I was like, everywhere else, it's just like, Let's go do playoff hockey. But they really, really hammed it up for, like, Vegas' first playoff game in their first season. And I just want to, like, kind of gag on a sock. I just was like, all right, I, I get it. Okay, yeah. I get the storyline. It's cool. But please stop kissing up to them. I mean, an expansion team kind of needs that love. But not to that extent. So I just want – so the the goal was for the Golden Knights in the first period. Um 
But this stat says everything about this game. Is is that the Kings had 68 hits. I didn't 68, 6, 8. And the Golden Knights had 59. A normal game has a total amount of maybe 40. Average hits. Average hits. Yeah, you usually see if if a team did a really good job on hits, it's probably 30. 30 to 35. Or if you're crazy like Winnipeg, you get like 45 a game. Hits per game. But both teams had a combined over 110 hits. And watching that game, you're like, he's got the puck. Oh, he just got hit. He just got the puck. Oh, he just got hit. Oh, he just got hit. Oh, he just got hit. It did not stop. And I didn't realize. I know they're in the same division in the Pacific Conference. But I did not realize how much, like, they viscerally hate each other. Because of uh, the King star defenseman, Drew Doughty. Um, He was saying that, okay, you know, Las Vegas or, you know, Vegas can play well against us in the regular season but when it comes to the time that it matters they're just they're they're nobodies and you know want to know the first person the golden knights targeted drew Doughty. he got hit like like had four huge hits on him in that game and i didn't think he was going to come back up for one of them because i mean he just got mashed against the boards um but that game was amazing to watch and they both had six penalty minutes so that goes to say that like there wasn't a lot of action on the power play for that amount of hits. And so the Golden Knights in the first period, like it just was a simple the um Los Angeles had a clean entry into the offensive zone. They kicked it back up to their defenseman, sent it over to the uh the defenseman that was centering it up, and he just took a slap shot right down the middle and it just of of everything that Jonathan Quick protected, he just missed that one, just that one shot. So I I just looked team hit statistics, and the Kings have two thousand three hundred twenty three hits to lead the league. It's uh, twenty eight per game. So yeah, twenty eight per game, and they put up sixty eight in this game. Twice what they do in the season. <laughs> that's in a, one that's game. true. That is just this. It'll be fun to watch. How many does uh Vegas do? Chicago has the least. No, yeah, Chicago doesn't touch anybody. Uh, where is Vegas? There's only third. Oh, it should. It's not updated. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh. Um, oh yeah, it only goes to sixteen. Yeah. But still, again, the average is like, if you do well, it's thirty. You right. put thirty up, and so that game was insane. And everything else was just pretty much defense. The Kings had 30 shots on goal. The Golden Knights had 28. Um, both failed three times on their power plays. It just, just a lot of hits, man. So I feel like that one will be a lot of fun to watch, especially with the camaraderie behind Vegas's first, you know, yeah. playoff game and their first season and all all that. They'll pull together. Yeah, but then again, the Kings have been in this spot before where they've went been down early. Mm-hmm. Famously was. Uh, when they went to go play the Chicago Blackhawks and then won the Stanley Cup yeah. was when they were down 0-3 to in the series lead and then came back, won four games in a row, beat Chicago in six, and then won the Stanley Cup that yeah. year. Um, I never – the Kings – yeah, that, that game was crazy. 
So yeah, those, so there's your recap on the three uh, playoff games that started last night. Um, tonight we have the first time, like first time caller, long time listener, the New Jersey Devils break, break their uh, eight year playoff uh, win, uh, you know, playoff birth streak. So they're back in it, and but they're playing Tampa Bay tonight at seven o'clock. Then you have Toronto versus Boston tonight, also at seven. Then you have Columbus playing Washington at 7.30. And then my favorite game that I'll watch, which I'll probably, if you hear any screaming, it's probably going to be me. Uh, Colorado versus Nashville tonight at 9.30. And then San Jose versus Anaheim at 10.30 tonight. So we got a lot of playoff action tonight. Um, but Yeah, make sure you uh, cover your children's ears because uh, Ryan will be saying a... Uh, some choice words at his team. I, I was explaining to John. I was like, <laughs> I love hits. Don't get me wrong. I love hitting in the game. But when it comes to like my team, yeah. I, don't touch my team. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like the abs are more of like they have a lot of finesse shooters. You know, yeah. they they have a lot of snipers. There's not too many people that really have the grinder versus you know sure. enforcer role. And sure. so it does make me nervous that whoever wins against Winnipeg or the Wild, if the abs somehow can pull it off against. Nashville, the abs are just going to get wrecked, and I and I just have to be ready for that because yeah. I, emotionally prepare yourself. Emotionally prepare for to watch your son get just <laughs> obliterated on the board because I. And you know they're going to target those 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 shooters. I know. I just just don't touch Nathan McKinnon, okay? Whatever you just take, you can take everybody else out. Just don't touch Matt K, okay? Yeah. But he's fast enough where he can evade the hits. I feel like, but. All right. Some of the other dudes, like Carl Soderberg, he his his eye doesn't work either. So I mean, he just yeah, <laughs> yeah that's actually a true story. He yeah. he's blind in his left eye. Okay. So well, um, I didn't know that. I don't know. Surprise. <laughs> so uh, let me remind you of the matchups here. And I believe no, we couldn't go through it last week because we weren't sure if the Avs were going to make it or not. Hello. So the Avs made the playoffs because yeah. they won Game eighty two against the. Oh, man. I, can, I, f- I forgot. I can pull it up for you. I totally... Um, oh, my gosh. The Blues. the Blues. They were playing the Blues, and whoever won that game is the same situation that the Denver Nuggets were in. Whoever wins that game goes to the playoffs. And the Avs won that game 5-3, to three, even though it didn't look like that. It really, like, they won 3-2 to two because of a a hard-pressed goal with, like, 10 minutes left and then two empty netters that came in. So I wasn't complaining. But, yeah, a win's a um, win. Yeah, the Avs made it, and they broke their three-game winless streak or playoff year or mm-hmm. missing the playoffs. But the best part about that is is that the Avs had 48 points last season. Okay. The worst the NHL has seen in 20 years. 20 years. Wow. And then a turnaround and literally – one point of doubling that to 95. That says something. That's a turnaround. That's, yeah. I don't know what else you want to call a turnaround besides yeah. that. Um, so you, but whoever won that game plays Nashville, who's number one, and Nashville is known as Smashville, and Smashville is kind of crazy. Now, they went to the playoffs last, the Stanley Cup, and they lost to um, the Penguins, but they are really good. Um, and I want to say, like, you know, the Avs are going to pull it out in seven and la, la, la. Good luck that, shooting on Pekka I know, Re- I know. Pekka Rene. Pekka Rene. Yeah. Well, Pekka Rene's in the playoffs. He's, 
he he's kind of shaky. Pecorini's yeah. well, we shaky. We saw that last year. Yeah, you <laughs> did. We saw that two years ago um, when they got swept out by the Blackhawks and they were number one seeded. Yeah. Um, so it depends on which Pecorini shows up, but also the Avalanche won't have Eric Johnson, their number one defenseman, and they will not have Semyon Varmalov for at least the first round because of that knee injury that occurred in the freaking Winnipeg game. But anyways, that's that's here nor there. So the Avs kind of have their hands behind their back a little bit, but they definitely, if they play the way that they played against St. Louis, they matched them on the boards, they took it to the rink, uh, or took it to the rink, took it to the net, take your shots on net, good things will happen. Yeah, but PK Subban is someone not to mess around with, and I just I want to say abs in seven, but <laughs> that's my heart telling me that's going to happen that way. But if I'm going to be this is this is playoff Nashville we're talking about. brutally honest, it's going to be Nashville probably in five. Nashville in five. The abs will win one at home when they white out game three, but um, I don't know. It depends on what which version of Jonathan Bernier shows up. Yeah. He played with his hand with a hand infection, a concussion. Really, and he still he still was able to hold it down. But also, Jonathan Bernier was the NHL goalie of the month in February for winning ten games in a row. So that Jonathan Bernier looked like everyone that he wanted to be. So we'll see, we'll see. But that I have high hopes, but but my head's in the clouds when it comes to them. But. If I'm going with my heart, Nashville in seven. Or I mean, Avs in seven. <laughs> but if I'm going to go with my head, it'll be Nashville in five. Um, Fair enough. I know Winnipeg and Wild, there's already game in. But I had a feeling that Winnipeg was going to take that in five games. Um, that's just me being honest. Uh, I thought – so then the next set is uh, – well, it's just because statistically Winnipeg's just a better offensive team and they hit. A yeah. lot. So when the Wild, they're good. Don't get me wrong, but Dubnik gets too emotional, and they're um, and they're still missing Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter's not playing. He's yeah, like he's, one of their top guys. He's injured right now. So I, Winnipeg is just gonna out yeah. hit them and wear them out. So I think Winnipeg in five. I'm pretty sure. Um, then you have Vegas versus the Kings. I had. I'm pulling for Vegas. I know. I had Las Vegas in seven. Okay. I think this is one of those seven-round matchups because the Kings are just – they're good. Well, they only won 1-0 yesterday, so. The Kings are good. Yeah. And uh, you can't out – Jonathan Quick as Mr. Playoff. He's so good. But I think the Vegas – Vegas has a lot of momentum. Mr. Clearly. Mr. Third Period. Clearly. Uh, and then I wasn't – so the Ducks and the Sharks, that one will be interesting, but I had the Sharks going in five because I don't believe in the Ducks, period. So that's clearly by it. No, I just think they're they're just an older team, even though they have the second spot in their in that uh division. I just think, you know, you've got uh um Jill Thornton and you've got um Brett Burns, Mr. Playoff Beards in general, I just think they're going to outshoot, outman the Ducks because the Ducks are a little bit older. They've got Francois Beauchemin. in. Their goalie's been in and out to Gibson this season. I just think they're going to be outcoached, outmanned, and outshot, yeah. period. So then on the eastern side, you have uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the New Jersey Devils. And that game... 
even though it's nice the Devils are a feel-good story with Taylor Hall kind of saving the team and bringing them up out of the ashes, uh, the Lightning just have – they have Steven Stamkos. That's all you need. Yeah. And then they have Eugenie uh, Kuz- Kuznetsov, and it's, it's just shut it down. Yeah. Game over. Game, game over. Shut it down. <laughs> game, don't even try. So Lightning and four. Lightning and four. I mean, they're number one seed. For Lightning reason. and four. This is the one that I had the hardest time feeling out. This is the Toronto one that gave me the Boston. most. Yeah, Boston versus Toronto, and I am not sure really what to think about that. So I picked Boston in six just because four, two. I think Toronto, as good as they had, and they've had a good run this season, I just don't think they're experienced enough. Um, compared to the likes of and then you have playoff Brad Marchand who's just disgusting yeah like he he, fear for your life because there's some dirty hits that go on man um but I just think with with Chara as the defensive anchor I I just I see Boston in six but I also could see Toronto in seven that's what I just I uh, I just don't know it's tough it's tough Next, you got the Washington Capitals and the Blue Jackets. This one, I actually, this is like my upset series. I have the Blue Jackets in seven. Okay. Washington's wow. going to blow it like they always do every year, and I think this is no different, Just especially like, against the uh, Blue Jackets. Just like the Nationals. <clears throat> and I think uh, the Breadman, Artemi Panarin, is going to have... 12 assists this series. 12. Point you heard it here. You heard it here first. And the last one we can And you get you, know, you got Sergey Bobrovsky. He's he's a solid dude. Yeah. And, and the last game we can just kind of disregard. Yep. Pittsburgh and four. Shut down number two. Pittsburgh and four. I had that. I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you heard it here. Here's our matchups. So then the semifinals in my eyes will look like the abs versus the <laughs> Winnipeg. Which would suck. Um, then you have Vegas taking on San Jose. Then you have the Pens taking on the Blue Jackets. Which that will be amazing. That's the one I want the most because they will kill each other. And then you have Boston versus uh, Tampa Bay, which that one will be a lot of fun to watch too. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's, that's what I got. All right. And tonight will be a little bit more telling of the, other, of the others, that's for sure. Cool. Yeah, so... Welcome to playoff hockey. What you yeah. thought you knew is out the door. <laughs> Aside from two two games, but that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh man! Moving on over to the world of baseball, also known as Fight Club. And why would we call it Fight Club? Because there were three games yesterday that ended up three games. No, two. No, two, two, two. two. Sorry, it felt like three. One game had two brawls, though. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's save the best for last. Let's start over in Coors Field. Uh, Nolan Arnato goes up to bat. You know. That's right. And just a backstory: it's not intentional, clearly, but that <laughs> for some reason the Rockies pitchers just kind of did not locate their breaking uh, their breaking pitches that well, and so they they beamed a couple of their guys. Yeah. But they got on base, and nothing was made too much about it. But then everyone knew. Something was happening because you have uh, Perdomo 
took a while to wind up his pitch, which I thought was interesting. And then all of a sudden, you see it just go right behind Nolan Arenado, and he just didn't even take maybe one second, and he started running up the mound trying to take out Perdomo. I, I think he planned to charge the mound before he even... He's like, this guy's going to hit me. This he? guy, he probably is. He's got that sixth sense going on. What comes out of all of this is that Perdomo should feel ashamed of himself. The reason being is is that he threw his glove at Nolan Arenado straighter than he did his yeah. breaking ball pitch that went behind his back. And so Perdomo throws his glove, Nolan ducks at it, and then tries to get a couple swings at him but misses. And so then... Um, he doesn't even hesitate. It's, no, it's didn't even hesitate. Yeah. And, you know, Nolan's long mane is just amazing as he's running up trying to take him out. Um, and then you just see this cluster of players. Players just trying to hold each other back. I just... Oh, wait, we're watching the replay right now, and he just missed clocking him in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, and then Perdomo thinks... Wow. Watching this in slow motion is crazy. But um, and then Nolan Arenado runs around and then tries to fight AJ Ellis, their catcher. And Ian Desmond definitely earned his contract with the Rockies by holding back Ellis the whole time. Here, here's a, here's a popular hot take: Does San Diego have the most boring jerseys, or what? The yes, man, yes, they always have the Talk worst jerseys. Talk about drab. I mean, and this is their second series with them. I mean, this could this might be a trend. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely ready for the rest of the season to look nasty against the Padres and Rockies. Um, and so I just – Nolan had every right to charge the mound. What I didn't like is that Perdomo ran away from him instead of taking it like a man. Because if you're going to – here's where I go. You're a pitcher. You have the ball. If you're going to do something like that, you need to fight. Right. You need to fight because you know you're asking for a bruising. And, oh. and so – but you run away from the guy that you're trying to beam – what is that? What does that say about your character? You're just—I don't yeah. want to emasculate or go into this like sociological theories about like you know gender differences and whatnot. But you play the game, Merton yeah. Strain Theory. Play the game, and if you can't do that, then don't. Then go back to AAA and be a little. Um, I'm sorry. I'm clearly heated because <laughs> I wanted to see Nolan clock him in the. <laughs> Never mind. I can't say this right. Anyways, take take it away. Cause, oh my gosh. Um, but even hypothetically, if 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 a pitcher, like you said, has control of the ball, but throws a wild pitch, at least show in your body language and you know, hey, I didn't mean to hit you. If he charges at you, he wants to fight. Yeah. So take the punch or start swinging. You or know? like Nolan Ryan, just take your cleat out and right. You know, I love Nolan, and I would never want to see him hurt. But at the same time. You, you just threw a ball at him. It, it's justified. Jeez. So, but what made me believe in mankind and in baseball again was what happened later that night where I want to be John Kelly as my spirit animal. Why don't you explain the story? John Kelly. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. The, the, the second fight. Oh, the second fight. Yeah. So it gets, it, it gets better than that. Um, everyone knows the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees have a, have a storied rivalry. They don't like each other. They don't. They're not fans. <laughs> so the Yankees are playing in Fenway, and uh, I can't even think of his name right now. Um, Kelly. Kelly's Kelly. a pitcher. So, no, no, the first thing, it happened, I think, uh, top of the third, but uh, 
Tyler Austin of the Yankees goes to slide into second. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, go, yeah, he goes yeah, to slide yeah, yeah. into second. He pulls the Ty Cobb move of having his cleat upwards, um, sliding into second. And, you know, the, the rule is you can't block a base because you have to allow the runner to, you know, have a chance at it. But you have to – yeah, you, you can't, like, be pull a hobby by ass and, like, slap him with your glove. When you yeah. Him, you know. Um, right. So he, he, he gets part of his cleat dug into somewhere near his calf and shin region. And then he stands up and he's like, what? So he kind of... Yeah, I'm, he, I'm, was, he started asking. I'm going to be partial and say, yeah, he, was, he, he instigated it. So they go at each other and the bench is clear and then, you know, that's that. Later on in the seventh inning, um, Kelly is on the mound and Tyler Austin is back up at bat. <laughs> So uh, Kelly didn't like what he did to his second baseman. Yeah. He, he beans him in the back, and uh, it's really just the same scenario. He, he charges the mound. Here's the thing, though. Threw his Kelly back. stayed right there, looked at him, and said, bring it. That's Come the, on. That's the kind of attitude you need to have. And then as Austin's running up to him, clocks him from underneath, turns around, puts him on the ground, and then starts wailing on him before the yeah. benches come around and pull everyone apart. But it is... Amazing, I just loved it. It's classic baseball. Because Kelly stood there and was like, come on, bring it. You yeah. know what I did. You know what I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, he gets him on the ground, starts wailing on him, like you said. And Aaron Judge is like, okay, we need you, we need you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. But um, I think... That's how baseball fights should be. Yeah. Don't, I mean... I think it's just it's pure savagery when he you know motions him forward. He's like, right, <laughs> let's get this over with. Come into principal's office. Yeah. We'll take you out. But uh, yeah, that was that was the gist of the, the fights yesterday. Very entertaining. And also, both fights occurred with two teams that see each other a lot and don't like each other. So no. we already have a pretty good story Which going just, into the season. Just made it that much sweeter. But yeah, um, Boston is doing pretty well, nine and one. They were going to be ten and zero if they didn't get blown out by the Yankees at Fenway. Um, currently doing the best in the American League. Um, the Angels, not surprisingly, are doing well. Mike Trout and uh, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani are doing very well, ten and three. Houston is right behind them at nine and four. And then in they the, stole a game from Minnesota yesterday they did. or the other day. Yeah. They was eight and eight or six and eight, top of the ninth, and. Fernando Rodney, sure enough, blows another save, which I still wish he was with the Diamondbacks so he could do that more often. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, Clay Thompson's brother plays for Oakland, and he stole a, he stole a home run the other day, which was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, in the National League, unfortunately, the, the Mets are 10-1 leading the league. They're 9-1 their last 10 games. Arizona? How long is that going to last? Not, not long. I don't think so. No. Okay. Arizona is doing pretty well, nine and three, along with Pittsburgh, nine and three. Cubs are six and six. We we could have hoped for better, um, five and five in our last games. Um, but yeah, well, it's it's. The I think one thing that's surprising off the off the bat here, besides the I know the Mets are surprising, but you've got the Braves are seven and five, and they they did awful last year. They did terrible, and they also. Took two out of three from the Rockies um, this this season already. So I'm curious to see that. And then Philadelphia is six and five. I just I know this is early, but some of this sometimes it's like wow, this is you what you see. And then of course the Dodgers 
The Dodgers don't World have any depth. World Series last year, now they're four and seven. They don't have any depth, so I'd be curious to see if they can pull themselves back up. I mean, that's what you get for trading you, Darvish. <clears throat> Padres are terrible, as always, and then the Giants are uh, Bumgardner-less, so I don't uh, suspect them doing anything until July. Andrew McCutcheon is doing very well over there, though. Oh, yeah, former, I forget that he's pri- over there. Former Pirate. Former I mean, pirate, yeah. good for him. Not big news, but, you know. Sure, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's the uh, current MLB standings. I think I saw somewhere that someone had Wilson Contreras for MVP in the NL, so... Huh. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. Either that or Ornato. Ornato. For third baseman. I want to say yes, but people go Coors and forget all about why some stadiums are worse than Coors and whatever, so... I'll, I'll root for him if Chris Bryant, you know, decides to get his act together. <laughs> That's a good one. But yeah, that that about wraps up for uh, MLB. Yeah, fight films. Uh, nothing. Not not too much muttering in the NFL. Just getting ready for the draft. Yeah, a lot of people have uh, Baker Mayfield going to the Broncos. Yeah, he. That's I thought that was kind of surprise. Like yeah. But no, the Broncos have like a fifth pick. Like they're number five. Oh, they do. And they had Baker going to the Broncos, which I thought was odd because I was like, I'd, ra- I'd rather have Sam Darnold than... And he was going off about he wants to go to Miami or something like that and replace Jake Hutler, which wouldn't be a bad move, but... Yeah, I just don't know. I just kind of am nervous that Baker might turn into a... I don't know, a, a Johnny bust. Manziel. A bust. That's, I get a little nervous about that. Yeah. I don't know how confident I am in Sam Darnold either because... He's projected to go to the Browns along with Saquon Barkley. But I've had a theory that Saquon Barkley was going to replace OBJ um, in New York, but now they're saying, oh, wait, he's not going. So, But yeah, uh, Lars Jarvis Landry signed $47 million from the Browns because, you know, what else are you going to do in Cleveland besides Cleveland? <laughs> That's uh, good. But, yeah, not, not a lot going in the NFL besides the draft um, but one thing we haven't talked about a lot is uh, Major League Soccer that's true I was just looking up here some of the standings that's going on here and uh, the, so I remembered that uh, Ibrahimovic is like a big name and he got traded uh, approved to get traded to L.A. To kind of partner up um, with, uh, I think David Beckham is out there, right? Oh, really? I think so. Um, and then Clint Dempsey got a one-game uh, suspension for elbowing, elbowing a dude. I think his name is uh, Hayes or something like that. But he got a he got a suspension. So then let's see here the standings, Eastern Conference. You've got. Uh, NYCFC at five and one, um, they're playing really good. As well as Atlanta United is right behind them at four zero and one. Then you've got New England at three one and one. What I'm surprised is that I wish Chicago could turn their stuff around because they're they used to be like playoff perennials, but yeah. now they're one one and two. And so I know that I've been to a couple of fire games and it's fun to be out there. The fans are really, uh, I love kind of soccer the soccer environment. They, and so, it just wish our team was doing better. 
But then in the Western, you've got Sporting Kansas City at 4-4-1, Vancouver at 3-1-2, L.A. Galaxy with Ibravamage. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, at 2-1-2. And then Real Salt Lake at two one and three, um, and then Colorado's down there at one two and one with a new coach because they fired uh, Pablo Mastroni last season. So, mm. and Portland is down at the bottom, which I think everything's just kind of looked like it's been flip flop. Because I remember the Seattle Sounders Seattle were really big, good, yeah. Portland was good, and the Houston Dynamo were like up there. And so it's kind of now been Sporting Kansas City. I thought was the worst along with Vancouver last year so yeah. Minnesota United's in their second year as a team and they're 2-0-3 oh, so it's a, it's a big year for uh, expansion teams <laughs> it is it is um, as well as I saw this yesterday um, a big deal made about the um, this is just anecdotal um, the Real Madrid game did you hear about that? I did hear about that that was insane. Um, Cristiano. Ronaldo, yeah. Yeah, he's been hitting bicycle kicks like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had half of his talent, man. Yeah. So Real Madrid's up 3 nothing. Game's in the bag. And then uh, VC comes back and scores three goals. No answer. 3-3. Three, three. And the game is like heading into like, I believe... You know their version of overtime, but it's not there yet. I think it's just extended time. It's it, they were an extended time and a yeah. penalty, not a penalty kick, but a uh, I think a corner kick was rewarded. Yeah, and that thing just sunk right into the top right corner of Upper the net 90. and ended the game with Real Madrid winning. Which everyone was like, upset story, VC, let's go, let's go. Yeah. And they, they, just, they just lost it right at the end. Yeah, silence is the haters. Yeah. So. I never understood the physics of curving a ball that much. I know. Even I, there was like a, not a penalty kick, but a, uh, a spot foul or a spot kick that was placed down. And it just, it almost, it, it's. It just defies gravity. It started in Chicago and yeah. made its way to Milwaukee. It just was crazy. Yeah. That's, I can't understand it. Yeah. Respect. Respect to the soccer peeps. Respect to CR7, man. <laughs> Jeez. But, yeah. So that's that's all the extras that I've got. Um, anything in your mind? Um, not really. Nope. Playoff hockey tonight. NBA starting to... Their uh, playoff schedules this week, and uh, by the time we meet again next Thursday, we should have a lot to talk about, especially yeah. some game recaps, and I'm sure we'll be like GOTY game of the year. Yeah. So, well, have a good week. Thanks for hanging out with us today on this beautiful Thursday afternoon in the Midwest where it's not snowing, so that's a plus. Yeah. Anyways... Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we'll be back here next Thursday. Sweet. Take care, guys. Bye.